Welcome to the One Player Podcast, the show on solitaire board games. I'm your host, Albert. This is episode 2, 239. Beam me up, Captain, because I couldn't think of anything funnier. <laughs> Beam me out of here, really. Uh, I'll take that. <laughs> Beam me out of here, Captain. <laughs> That's right, because we don't want to be on this ship. It's sinking fast into the sun. That's true. <laughs> hey, Julius, how you doing? Um, <laughs> hopefully my throat doesn't sound too sore. I don't cough too much. Unfortunately, I have come down with COVID. Man, that, that bites. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, it Do you does. Know where you got it from her? I don't really know where I got it from. Honestly, I, I mean, I don't really go out too much. I'm, I'm mostly working mm. from home, so I have no idea where I got it from. Oh, I, okay. It is what it is. Yeah, it is. Fortunately, it is. it's a relatively mild case. I am fully vaccinated and boosted and all that. Cool. So Excellent. it's relatively mild, but I did spend a good day not feeling well, and now I just have this mm. sore throat that is lingering. That's no fun. Yeah, our, our here in Greenville, the soon – I am pretty sure soon schools are going to start closing because it's just bad. They sent out a, a notice the other day saying, uh, "Was it seventeen hundred out of eleven thousand employees were out sick, most mm. because of or out because of COVID, mostly sick or quarantine or whatever." <laughs> it's like one in eight people, basically something like that, crazy. <laughs> so you know, yeah, it's, it's where we're at. Uh, but anyway, if you think that's bad, imagining uh, breaking down right next to the sun and now you got to get away from the sun before your ship collapses. Now that's pretty lousy. That that is what today's game is about. It is called Solar Storm. Yeah, I'm not it's, quite sure the the physics of that work quite right, but okay. <laughs> well, it's in the future, and you know, technology is a little different. We don't all understand how it will work, I guess. So yeah, this is this is a small little tiny game. You you have a ship that broke down. You got a little too close to the sun. I'm not sure if you're doing experiments or what the reason is. But your ship is broken down and systems are starting to fail. I guess all the immense heat is, is causing trouble. Really what has happened is your main engine has failed. And and now that you need to get power back to it. But the other equipment around the engine are also failing. Um, the crew quarters, for example, are failing. And the medical bay is failing. And the cargo hold is failing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so you're trying to get all these repairs. You could divert power to the engine so you could get out of here. That, that in is an escape pod. There is an escape pod. If I remember correctly, the escape pod really only applies to the multiplayer game. It's sort of thing where I could get out, you guys lost. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Um, doesn't apply in the solo Just game. saying, an escape pod when you're that close to the sun is probably, <laughs> anyway, not going to work so well. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, shoot, yeah. right back to the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we build the whole ship out of that escape pod material? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so let's not poke too many holes into it because <laughs> it'll fall apart, maybe. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so there you go. That's the theme of the game. That's a summary of it. Um, this is something we've been talking about a lot lately. It's a pandemic-like game. <laughs> Do you believe? It is the same typical, I'm going to take an action or a couple actions and then bad stuff happens. And I take up mm-hmm. actions and bad stuff happens. Go off from the bad stuff deck. It works a little different, but basically when, when you play, you're like, oh, hey, pandemic. Um, yeah. The theme, you know, the theme works pretty well. I, I never felt like I'm close to the sun, but I do feel like I'm in a ship that's falling apart and different components are failing. Uh, and I'm trying to repair them. So That is so I generic of a theme. 
What? Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a really small game. You can't fit much theme into a little box. Like I that. can, I can appreciate <laughs> that it's a small game. Like your board is nine cards big. Yes, exactly. But it's really generic sci-fi because, like, there's no real. Like, there's not aliens coming after you. There's mm-hmm. no, like, stuff is just breaking. Yep. I could be I, I could be on a boat in the middle of nowhere in a storm. I could mm-hmm. just be having a regular old day and there's a virus going through. Like, anything could be <laughs> happening. Like, okay. It's not thematic <laughs> to me. So, so much like Pandemic, it could be themed into just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a lot of the times, like, the mechanics... Mm-hmm sort of drive through what is that you're doing i I would Mm -hmm. have to work hard to to change those things like another example endangered for example like there's a whole bunch of themes and stuff going on about what it is that you're doing and why certain things you have two things in endangered if you have two animals together they make a baby animal like (laughs) you can't do that in solar storm there needs to be a mechanic here that's something more unique for a solar storm and it's not here (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. There's no baby animals on this ship either. Something that made me feel <laughs> right, but something that made me feel no, like know. I'm in the middle of a solar storm, and I don't. Well, <laughs> I'm guessing the windows are shut because it's too bright outside. I don't know, but you definitely, <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm in a ship running around to the different sections. As a matter of fact, this game kind of reminds me of another, and because of the theme, it reminds me of another game called. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, here's another example of why it doesn't feel at all solar stormy. You flip over a damage card and it just is damaged. It's not like storm racks or there's like a bolt of fire coming from this or whatever it is. Like your ship is just falling apart. It has nothing to do with the salt with the sun or anything. It's just a generic ship thing. Oh, the dashboard's coming apart again. It must be because we're too close to the sun. <laughs> That's funny. I, I mean, yeah. it well, just doesn't feel it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of a game called Battle Stations. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Or I'm the not. video game FTL, which is basically Battle Stations. I am. Video game version. Okay. okay. Battle Stations, I think, came out first. It is almost exactly the same as FTL. I will note, neither of those have to do with solar storms. Nope. But they have to do with running around your ship and doing stuff in the different sections. And, and stuff this just manages that... to break down anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So there you go. So I mean, so it's a it's a it's a light theme, but it but it is there. So let's talk about the components. Go ahead. The components you have the rule book, of course. You you already mentioned the board is basically nine cards. The card in the center is your um, engine room, and then the other eight locations around it. You set them up in a three by three grid. Besides that, you have a deck of a deck of resource cards. 68 resource cards you have a deck of damage cards um a few different counters and some meeples and a die please tell me about these meeples they're little shaped meeples they're relatively generic they look like these little running people they Um, look like just they look like (laughs) girls with really long hair that are pointing pointing at something that's broken the world (laughs) disco girls (laughs) well the original theme was a solar disco yeah so the disco, I, I mean, it goes with the the power tokens look like disco balls. <laughs> they kind of do. That is hilarious. They they really really do. They're sort of like those uh, lightning bolt things where you put your hand around it and you see the oh, lightning. Yeah. You... <laughs> That's hilarious. So yeah, so that was all the components right there. It's all basically it's a card game. And this comes in a small box about the size of say cartographers. 
slightly smaller, about half an inch shorter on each side. Just you mean the er, the first version of is not the Heroes? Oh, I don't have Heroes. Just the original one, yes. After listening to you talk about Cartographers, I went out and bought it eventually. So yeah, I had that to compare oomt. against. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a small, small game in a tiny little box. Um, oh, and there's also little plastic uh, cubes. They're used to mark the damage. So the, the way the game works is you're going to set up your, your grid with the the engine room in the center, the other A locations around it, and you're going to put little damage cubes on each of the locations. Except for the engine room, they each get three little cubes, and they're at full health. Then you're going to shuffle all the resource cards, draw a hand of four for yourself, and you're going to shuffle the damage. The damage cards, there's level one damage, level two, and level three, I guess I'll call them. The, the level one, when you flip those cards and reveal it, it's going to have one room that takes a damage. And you'll remove one cube from that room, the topmost cube from that room. The level two will damage two different rooms. The level three will damage three different rooms. So you're going to shuffle it with the three on the bottoms, then the twos, and then the ones on top. So as the game progresses, it's going to get harder, basically. Um, now, now you've done all that, you place all your meeples in the center room, and you're ready to go. So each turn, you have, I think it was three actions. And your actions are moved to an adjacent room, activate a room, which is to, to use its special ability. You could only do that if the room is fully repaired. Uh, you could repair a room, or you could... Um, divert the power from that room to the engine room. Those are your four. And the other thing you could do is you could draw cards. So the, draw, the way drawing cards works is you roll a d6. If you get a, a I think it's a, if you get a five or a six, you get two cards. If you get a three or four, you get one card. Otherwise, you get nothing and you just lost the action. So that's a nice way to build up your hand when you need it. Um, moving is obviously just moving to any location that's adjacent. The two main things you do are playing cards to repair the rooms. Or, which each room will has three damage locations, and each damage is of a different type of resources. Four different color resources. So if you've if you have taken damage in the red section of the that room, you got to play a red resource card to fix it. And the the resources are thematic, but to me they're just colors. Uh, the, the whatever they are, represent is irrelevant. Nanobots and some other stuff. Um. When a room is fully repaired and it does not have any damage on it, you can then use its special ability. Each room has a different ability that's thematic with that type of room. And the other thing you could also do is divert the power. Besides the, the three colors for the playing the cubes, there's three other colors on the side of the card, the other side of the card, like in the left corner. If you play three matching cards, you are able to divert the power and you put that little disco lightning ball token on that room. It is now done. The way you win the game is by going to all eight of the locations and diverting the power to the engine room, then sending one of your characters to the engine room in the middle and activating it to take off and winning the game. Basically, it's, it's how it works. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. I left out a little bit of details. Um, the damage, for example, at the beginning of the game, you're going to flip two of the deck cards from the bottom of the deck and place damage, re or remove six cubes of damage. From, from the different locations. You already got some locations that already damaged and you guys start repairing them. Um, each turn you can take your four actions, whatever they may be, and then flip over the top damage card to see what room gets damaged next and remove that cube from that. Then once that's done, the next character goes. Very simple, very straightforward. 
um, not a whole lot to it mechanically, which I really like as it plays quickly and just easy. It's easy to manage and easy to handle by yourself in a nice small footprint. Um, the different rooms, the locations I mentioned, there's eight of them. They have eight abilities. Uh, for example, let me think. One of them lets you fix any remote room from there. You could uh spend like sort of like across the other end of the ship. You have a a room that needs repairing with a red with a red card, and you you're in here. You could go ahead and spend the red card to do that repair, which is nice. There's another room that will let you look at the upcoming cards. There's a room that will let you put shields on locations. Basically, if you take the action, you can put two shields on any two locations or both in the same location. If that room were to take damage, instead you remove that that uh, shield marker. And those shields are temporary. You can't just leave them there until it happens. Basically, that goes until the next time that character's turn comes around. Anyway, so that's the way the game works. It's very simple, very straightforward. Um, simple to play, not necessarily to win. I definitely find I'm playing on the medium difficulty, which I think they called hard, and I am winning probably sixty percent of the time, maybe seventy, I don't know. But but there are games where it's just definitely losing and you know, it feels brutal, it's just I never stood a chance. It is like I said, it's basically a pandemic game. So the the way you solo it is you play multiple characters. And I think I mean, well, not exactly. So like in normal pandemic, most people I think just play multi handed. And you have three characters with three hands of cards each, and you just play as if you were three people. I know that at one point they came up with a, the solo rules where you're just playing with one hand of cards that all the characters share the same hand. This has those same rules. So you'll basically have one hand of four cards, and whichever character is taking their turn can use any of those cards. Which, I don't do that in Pandemic at all, but I, I just play three characters. But here this... Works fine for me. I like it. It's easier to manage than all the cards and whatnot. I don't know why it's different. It's just just how I do it. The uh, the one thing that this game lacks was a couple of things. There is a, an expansion for it, a mini expansion. It's just a, a alternate locations. They're basically the same locations, but with different powers. So you could mix and match and use the original power from this room and the new power from the other room from that new expansion deck. Unfortunately, it's hard to get right now. That's not available, and it seems like it hasn't been for a little while. What if you just find a print-and-play for it or something? Well, the rule book tells you both powers for each location. It tells you the original huh. one and the expansion. So you could just decide that I, you want to use the expansion version of it and reference your rule book, and it's all in there. So you don't technically need it. Now, I find that a little awkward, so I haven't bothered to try using the expansion rooms. Oh, no, I wouldn't um, either. Yeah, it's, I mean, but it's there if you want to. Or, you know, if, if you play this game 20 or 30 times and you want to change it up a little bit, that's right there and super handy. Or it's only nine cards. cards. I'm a little surprised that wasn't just included in the box. Yeah, I, I, I assume this was a Kickstarter sort of thing, and maybe I was just an, a, an expansion or promo or something. But you're right. I mean, especially since it's in the rulebook. Hmm. If you're going to put it in the rulebook, you may as well put it in the box. I do think they have a deluxe version that includes those nine cards. I'm not sure if it includes anything else. Um, but yeah, that that is the game Solar Storm. Uh, it is by who makes this? Aiden Lauthers and published by the I cannot pronounce it. D K A N U A De Kauna De Kanawa. Throwing it in there just the last second. So, what do you <laughs> think this this really brings that's more unique than the other co op games? 
<laughs> out there. Yeah. I mean, it's a small, light pandemic. It is. I like it because it's much smaller and I can play it very quickly. It is mm-hmm. easy to play in half hour, like during my lunch break. I've done that a few times. That it is definitely harder to do with pandemic, or or one that I've played a lot is the 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 uh, Cthulhu pandemic, the Reign of Cthulhu one. Even that one would take me longer than this, as, as much as I played that one. So it's just a quick game, small, takes a tiny amount of space, which I like that. And you're not reshuffling that deck every time the the bad thing happens. Instead of having you reshuffle the deck so that you're drawing cards that you visited recently. And therefore, placing you know doing more bad things in those locations. This just ups up the uh, the stress by having more rooms to take damage as the game progresses. Which I think I, I like that. I find at first, you know, oh, there's not that much as damage. It's great. I'm doing lots of stuff. It feels nice. But as the game progresses, suddenly you're placing two damage, and now you're sort of just keeping up. And then next thing you know, you're placing three damage every turn, and now things are just falling apart on you, and you're like just struggling to to divert the power in the last few rooms and get out. And and I like the way that scales up. I would say that is probably the the most unique thing is is the way that works. Not a huge thing, but you know, again, that and the small package size is great. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. It it certainly has it certainly has its niche of being smaller. I mean, I've got a fair number of smaller games. I just don't think that necessarily has enough draw for me. But I can <laughs> yeah. certainly understand if it has a draw within its niche. Yep. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you like pandemic style games and you're looking for a different one, you know this is a good one, definitely. The what I haven't played is the the new pandemic. The the, the they have a couple small ones of that. You're talking about hot zone. Hot zones, yes. There's two of those now, I think, right? In Europe and in yes. North America. I have not played those at all. I have no idea what are they. Are those also compact and fast playing? I. They are compact. They are fast playing. Okay. So, I mean, you got an alternative. You could do those. Or you could do this, I guess. The <laughs> one advantage those has is they might be more available. I believe Solar Storm might be unavailable right now between printings. But, you know, it's, it's a neat little game. I really liked it. I've had a lot of fun with it. Well, good to hear. Mm-hmm. Thank you for presenting that, Albert. Yes, my pleasure. I guess I guess that is all. Um, nice short game. You're going to go and hopefully get rest and start feeling better soon. I won't make you keep talking. <laughs> Man. All righty. Have a good night, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We love feedback, so we love hearing from you. You can reach me at Julius at OnePlayerPodcast.com or JLBird on BGG. And Albert can be reached at Albert at OnePlayerPodcast.com or Fractalude on BGG. Our website is OnePlayerPodcast.com with the number one, and we're also on Twitter at OnePlayerPodcast. The intro music is copyright Angus, can be found at Gemendo.com. The transition music is copyright by Dan Elduce Pancaldi, whose page is at DanPancaldi.com. The One Player Podcast is protected under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Thanks for listening.